And now it's time for the Factory Theater Hour, a radio show podcast written and performed by college students and community members from Greenville, Illinois. Tonight, in front of a live audience, we bring you Random Bitlets with Randy Vittelkamp, written by Jack Dottie, Chris Borwick, Jess Adam, and Brian Morgan. Hi. I'm Randy Vittelkamp. I'm just a cowboy who wears my hat high, my holster low, and my mustache on my face. You're listening to the Factory Theater Hour's presentation of Random Bitlets, a show where you never know what you're going to get, but you can be guaranteed it'll be short and sweet. As we get started here, we find Wendy and Lulu hanging out at the local gas station in our first little bitlet titled, Rest stop. Hey, Lulu! Lulu girl, that you? Huh? Oh, hey, Wendy. Lulu, it is you! I didn't know you used this gas station. Uh, yeah, uh, actually not getting gas. Just gotta run to the restroom real quick, so... Girl, we ain't seen each other for what? Like six weeks or so? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess it's been about six weeks. Listen, I really hey, gotta remember go. Remember that time we was over at Bingo's house? Remember? All them squirrels came in because Bingo's mom left the door open? Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, I remember that. Listen, I don't want... I'm not going to be able to hold it much longer. <laughs> Lulu, you so funny. Hey, Lulu. Lulu, listen. Listen up. Listen, Lulu. Hey, Lulu. What? Hey... Hey, why is it why has it been so long since we hung out? Uh, I don't know. I guess I guess we've both just been busy. Nope, nope, not me. Not busy, Lulu. It's like you just stopped calling me or something. Wendy, could you please can we just talk about this after I use the restroom? I mean, are you mad at me about something, Lulu? Is that it? Cause we ain't seen each other for like six weeks, Lulu. Lulu? Okay, fine. Wendy, if you must know, yes, I have been avoiding you. What? Why? This. Because of this, Wendy. Because every time we're hanging out and I have to take a bathroom break, you stop me from taking a bathroom break by talking and talking and talking until I wet my pants. See? Look, I've done it again! <laughs> you sure did, Lulu! Well, I'll see you later. Who are you? Looks like Wendy's a little prankster. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'll pull many a prank on my cowboy companions. Backward saddles, shortened lassos, saddlebags full of shaving cream. One time I put blanks into Cisco Pete's six shooter. I, I shouldn't have done that, he died. <laughs> well, up next, Ashley's visiting the doctor in a short little bitty titled Boy Crazy. Doctor, I really need your help. 
That's what I'm here for. What seems to be the problem? Every time a guy talks to me, I get crazy stupid and blurt out something insane. Please, please help me. <laughs> Don't worry. In one hour, you'll be able to talk to any guy anytime. Oh my gosh! Thank you, thank you! Okay, let's get started. Ready? Ready. Okay, pretend I'm a guy, okay? Okay. <clears throat> hey, what's up? Tree stumps cost 1,500 deaths annually! Oh wow, <laughs> you weren't kidding. Uh, see, I'm hopeless. No, 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 you are not hopeless. Just pretend I'm a guy and I come up to you at a party. Hey, Emily, what's up? Applesauce was invented by the French. That's cool. Uh, what else did they invent? President James Garfield was shot at a train station. You don't say. Uh, I love history. It was my best subject in school. Uh, when, when I was seven, I accidentally pressed the emergency stop in an escalator and caused three very old women to fall and break their legs. Wow. Uh, what happened then? I ran away and hid in the middle of a clothing rack at JCPenney. And then? I went home with my dad and watched Air Bud three times in a row. Emily, I think you're cured. You actually answered my questions. I'm so proud of you. Yay! Sorry to barge in like this, but Dr. Smith, your next appointment is here. Oh, hey, Emily. How are you today? Uh, uh, Academy Award winner Kevin Costner was a vegetarian for 15 minutes in 1986. <gasps> um, like I said, Dr. Smith, your next appointment is here. So, same time next week, Dr. Smith? I think that would be best. Well, I'll admit I've made a few visits to the head doctor myself. I was convinced my horse was talking to me. But after several months of in-depth conversations, my horse convinced me that therapy was the wrong way to go. Next up, Two bros order some pizza and get more than they bargained for in this skadoodle titled, Two Bros and a Pizza. Hey dude sickle, you jamming for some noms? Stellar brosif, game for some za. Alright, alright, alright. Bro, I know the place. They got this fine brave working the delivery. No way, I'm like totally game for that. My bro pal Steven knows her. I'll ask him to see if she wants to chill with a couple of bros after work. Za and a babe? Nice. On it. 20 minutes later. I'm starving, dude. The pizza should be here like any minute. She's here. Hello, me Olga. Here, pizza. Dude, this is not what I was expecting. You pay now $15. Uh, like, here you go. Tip. You tip now. Uh, okay, here. Think! We hang out now? Whoa, this is not at all as I would, that I was expecting, Yeah, bro. yeah, I, I think there was some confusion or something. No, 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 no! We Netflix and chill! Well, I'll admit, there have been times when I've wished we could order pizza on the prairie. Cookie used to try to make pizza over the campfire, but wasn't the same. Probably because he made it out of rawhide and chewing tobacco. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I ate it, but the aftertaste, ugh. Well, sir, we're about to learn 
that hobos are not to be taken lightly, and this next bit of skit titled Hobo Toss. Well, hello, Marlon Von Kingston III. Will you be attending the hobo toss tonight? I don't know, Juniper. I rather feel like the whole thing is degrading. Well, to- I'm wearing my new jungle print onesie from Lay Fashion Shack. Well, that does sound nice. <laughs> it's just that my dad's a hobo, and I'd hate. Oh, to- don't be a whiny Waldo about it, Marlon Von Kingston III. What are you going to wear? Well, I have just pressed my khakis and periwinkle polo shirt. (laughs) Oh, don't be a morning Barnaby about it. Marlon Von Kingston III, here, wear this. Is that a zebra hide? It is. It's wet. (laughs) With blood. So it's a fresh zebra hide. Oh. Even better. Don't be such a squeamish Stanley about it, Marlon Von Kingston III. Well, it's just that I cannot see myself wearing that. (laughs) It's a hobo toss, Marlon Von Kingston III. What on earth were you expecting to wear? It is an insult to hobos everywhere. I wasn't expecting to go at all. Well, whatever are you talking about, Marlon Von Kingston III? It's tradition. A tradition I'm sure hobos would be all too happy to put an end to. Nonsense. You there, hobo. Yes'm, what can I do for you? Will you be attending the hobo toss tonight? Oh, I relish the thought, my lady. But alas, I regret to declare that I find myself dispossessed of a ticket at this present juncture. Yea, though I have always dreamed of joining the ranks of the tossed. Hobo, what is your name? Uh, Marlon Von Kingston II. (laughs) Any relation, Marlon Von Kingston III? None whatsoever. My father, Lanky Lucius, he just chose the most distinguished name out of the local hobo registry. And Marlon Von Kingston II was already taken. Hello, Marlon. A pleasure to make your acquaintance, fellow Marlon von Kingston. Mm-hmm. Enough prattling, you chattering chesters. Other Marlin, will you be our guest at the hobo toss? Well, butter my biscuits with axle grease. Uh, excuse my Canadian, milady. I, I thought this day would never come. On behalf of hobos everywhere, I am honored. Oh, well, fresh zebra pelt it is, then. I knew you'd come around, Marlon Von Kingston III, you agreeable Armando. (laughs) Well, I've uh, I've heard a horseshoe tossing, but never hobo tossing. My mom always taught me that hobos are to be respected and honored. Just like us cowboys, hobos know the secrets of living off the land, eating from cans, and finding just the right hidden spot for potty breaks. Up next, a bit lit about a boy, a girl, and a sweater. Hey Dan, do you like the sweater I just got? Wow, Jessica, yeah I do, but 
Are you sure that's a sweater? Yeah, what else would it be? I don't know. I, I think it just looks like a thicker long sleeve shirt. That's ridiculous. What's the definition of a sweater if not a thicker long sleeve shirt? I don't know. I just, I think it's more complicated than that. Like, what was the designer's intention as they were making it? In this case, I think their vision was a, a thicker long sleeve shirt that could keep you warmer than the average long sleeve shirt, N not a sweater. <laughs> Well, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and viewers can interpret art differently than the artist intended. I believe that the act of defining a sweater is in the hands of the person who wears it. Oh, please. That's playing God. Putting the power in your own hands. This is so like you, Jessica. And this is so like you, Dan. Acting like you're so high and mighty like you have all the answers. That's because I do have all the answers. Oh, you're a narcissist. You're just like your mother. <gasps> Take that. Back! Well, then, you take back going to prom with Steven. You said you were over all of that. Well, I'm not. Uh, well, I'm I'm over you. Good. I'm over you, too. I'm out of here. Uh, wait, Dan, Dan, don't, don't go. I'm sorry. It's just, I bought this sweater with you in mind. I really thought you'd like it. I'm sorry. I was insensitive. I do like the sweater, and I... Aha! Uh -huh! So you admit it's a sweater! No, I admit nothing! <laughs> Ah, uh, the lover spat. I recall a similar conversation between myself and a lovely senorita down San Antonio Way by the name of Rosalita. She wanted me to give up my cowboy ways and settle down, start a family. I wanted her to give up her city ways and join me on the open trail. She gave in, became a cowgirl. Tragically, she took so well to the ways of gunslinging that she went outlaw. Now she's my sworn enemy. Rosalita Slim, the fastest gun on heels. I don't want to talk about it. This next bit lit's titled Yoga Angst. It's got something to do with yoga or something. All right, class. We'll end our yoga session today with one of my favorite poses. Darth Vader in a bumper car. I know you'll really appreciate the lower back stretch, but let's get started. Our first pose will be downward facing lumberjack. Why do I come to these stupid classes? Everyone always says, oh, you should try yoga, you'll love it. So here I am, every muscle in my body is burning. Try to clear your mind of conscious thought as we transition into angry monkey on horseback. Don't forget to curl your monkey tail with your right ankle. Bring your right shoulder back as we enter into pecan pancake in a knife fight. Yeah, clear your mind. Does she even know how much stuff goes through a person's brain while trying to not think? What's with these names of these poses anyway? Lumberjack? Angry monkey? This teacher has obviously lost her mind. Now, with your arms, sweep all the way through walk like an Egyptian and transition into killer whale on the loose in world market. <laughs> then bring your face up to greet the sun. Mm, feel the sun's warmth on your face. Isn't that nice? Now drop your knees and stretch out your left arm for spicy watermelon pedal pusher. 
There she goes again. I'm going to say something. I am. I am going to actually say something. The next time she says one of those stupid yoga-y phrases, I'm going to say something. I have never heard of these poses before, ever. I've been coming to this class for three months, and I can't take it anymore. I'm going to do it. Now breathe fully and deep. Fill the cavernous wells of your lungs. Ah. Feel the air gently ignite the spiritual wildfire in your core. Then raise your left leg uh, as ma'am, you- Ma'am, excuse me, ma'am. Yes? This is ridiculous. You keep saying these things to calm me and guide me, but none of it helps. My muscles are burning, my back is killing me. You've come up with the weirdest names of poses, like I think you've just made all of this up. This is the worst yoga class ever. I want my money back. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. I confess, I'm no yoga teacher. The truth is, I used to work at the coffee shop that was located here before it became a yoga studio. I don't even know yoga. No one has ever asked or said a word about it before. They just put me to work. I teach three classes every day. I can't keep living this lie. Wow, seriously? Um, are you guys hiring? I really could use a new job. Have you taught yoga before? Never. Perfect! <laughs> Call us old-fashioned, but we cowboys don't believe in yoga. We believe the aches and pains that come with roping and riding are meant to be suffered in silence until they finally defeat you, leaving you a weathered, leathered lump of muscle bumps. You can read all about it in my new book titled Weather Muscle Bump Lump. A Cowboy's Hidden Pain, available where all fine cowboy books are sold. Now, if you like superheroes, our next bitlet's just for you. It's titled, Understand Man. Welcome back, brave listeners, to another episode of Understand Man. Last time we were with our dangerously empathetic hero, he was helping an old lady get her cat out of a tree. Help! My cat's stuck in that tree! I understand. Whoa! What adventures will he be going on today? Hmm. My incredible ability to understand when danger is nearby hasn't understood any danger in quite some time. Although I must admit it's nice to take a break from understanding and focus on my office day job. I just have to make sure I don't reveal my secret identity. Luckily, no one's able to tell that I literally look exactly the same as Understand Man, but with glasses. Hey, Joe, despite your super generic name, you're very good at fixing the printer. Could you help me out real quick? I understand. I, I mean, sure. Oh, no. Someone's in trouble. Well, I have to go understand what's going on. Uh, uh, sorry, Carol, I have to go. Ah, classic Joe. Always making vague excuses about how you have to urgently do something, but never telling us what it is. You go ahead. Oh no! It's my archenemy, Confused Man. Where am I? Why are you talking like that? I understand. I'm sorry I do that. But I hope that you understand that that money you're carrying was stolen from the bank, which is an illegal thing to do. What? This money right here? I thought these were bags of laundry. Uh, I understand. It can be pretty confusing, stealing. Wait, did you steal something? What's going on here? Why do I have a ski mask on? 
I understand. You're confused. It's, it's in your nature. Just drop the bags and walk away. Okay. I, I, I guess I can. Hmm. I feel like I was supposed to remember something. Yeah, I understand. Probably to punch me or something. Well, just go be on your way. Incredible! Understand man saves the day again. What will he do next? Join us next time on Understand Man. Well, I don't know who writes these things, but they should consider a superhero who's a cowboy. They could call him Horseman or the Booted One or uh, the Masked Lassoman. Oh, no, I've got it. The Lone Range Rider. I don't know. I'm no bitlet rider, but I know a good idea when I see it. Like tonight's final bitlet, in which Mom thinks Cindy might need a sick day. It's titled, You Feel Warm. Okay, bye, Mom. I'm going to school. Uh, wait a minute, honey. You didn't finish the avocado pancakes I made you for breakfast. That's okay. I'm not hungry. Bye! Not hungry? Now, wait just a minute. Come here. Let me feel your head. Oh, Mom. Come here. Anybody doesn't finish my famous avocado pancakes, they must not be feeling well. They're not famous, Mom. Oh, yes, they are. Father Yoder tried them last month, and he said they were the best kata cakes he'd ever had. Whatever. Yep, I was right. You feel a little warm. Mom, I'm fine. I've got to go. Wait a minute. Open your mouth. Say, ah. Ah. Yep, looks a little red. Mom, stop it. I'm fine. Just hold on. I'm not sending you to school if you're sick. Mom! Let me see your toes. My toes? Yes, take off those shoes and socks. I need to look at them. Ugh, Mom. Fine, there. Mm-hmm, just like I thought. Your toes are swollen. My toes are not swollen. They're swelled up like baby mice. You should not be going to school today. Uh, Mom, this is crazy. I'm going to be late. Wait just one second. Let me get the hair clippers. What? I just need to shave your hair and then we'll weigh it, just to know for sure. Shave my... Mom, no! Come here, sweetie. It's the only way. No, Mom, that's it. I'm leaving. I'll see you later. Okay, suit yourself. But don't blame me when you end up in the nurse's office. Well, folks... That brings us to the end of another Random Bitlets with Randy Vittlecamp. Now let me make sure I've got all my cowboy stuff before I leave. Boots, check. Chaps, check. Rugged individualism, check. Horse, oh, hmm. Well, if you see my horse, tell him I headed for the campfire. He knows the way. Good night. You've been listening to Random Bitlets on the Factory Theater Hour. This episode featured the voices of Larissa Harrington, Britton Monroe, Joel Burroughs, Jess Adam, Chris Borwick, Macy Sepp, Quentin Hughes, Emily Gaffner, Jack Dottie, Corinne Weber, and Marty Broomfield. Thanks for listening and tune in next time for more from the Factory Theater Hour. <laughs>